S-T-I-C-K-Y-W-I-C-K-E-T-S-U-R-N. Hello and welcome to a quite a short edition of Sticky Wickets today. Well, it's short because we've got an episode coming out on Saturday, a very special episode. Toby, do you want to give away why it's special? I mean, it's hugely special. We're, we're lucky enough to interview Eleanor Oldroyd from BBC. It is, I'm so excited for it. I can tell Dom's excited for it. It's, it's fantastic, really, isn't it? It's royalty, isn't it? It's, um, we're so lucky to have her on. And thank you so much. We're, we'll say thank you a million times off air and on air to her because we're so grateful to have her. So this episode will come out on Friday morning, maybe on Thursday evening. So if you do have any questions for us, please get in contact as quickly as you can and we'll hopefully get them to Ellie. Now, it's been a very weird week in cricket with no English test cricket for the first time in months, it feels like. But there has been test cricket about. Afghanistan are dominating against Zimbabwe with Shahidi scoring his first double hundred for Afghanistan. Incidentally, that is the first double century any test batsman has scored for Afghanistan. That's an incredible moment, being able to say you were the first person to do that for your country. Toby, what must you be feeling? Because you're a batsman compared to me. What's it like to get big runs? Oh, um, not, not that I've got, got many big runs. Um, whenever you do, though, it's, it's just good, good to contribute to the side. And I'm sure that's what his sort of the biggest, the most he'll be feeling about the side and hoping that they can get uh, what I think is possibly their first test win. I'm not sure if they may have beaten Ireland. I can't remember. But I mean, 545 for four declared against Zimbabwe is, is a is a fantastic effort. As well as um, Stan Eye was um, partnered him. We've got 164 as well. I love, um, so that was a- love the bravery of him for going for a name just on the cuff. Fair play. I mean, we've got royalty tomorrow, but that was a royal chance. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I, uh, looking at the sort of Afghanistani side, I don't really recognise many of their names from the white balls. Obviously, Rashid Khan's playing and a few of the other guys. But I, I think they're perhaps, maybe it's the younger side or um, or perhaps a more a Red Bull dominant side because in the white balls here, team, they have some huge stars, none of whom seem to be picked. So, so perhaps this is a, a more all-rounded side, which which might bode well for their, for their upcoming, well, hopefully they'll have a few more upcoming tests. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think of it all, Dom? I, I'm I'm really glad Afghanistan are making headway, beating um, a, uh, a Zimbabwe side that have been test ranked for quite some time now. And whilst Zimbabwe have never been a real threat uh, in the in test cricket, they've never really played any big countries. I know they don't play England, they don't play Australia. It, they're a very strange case in international cricket, and that's due to their internal politics. And we hope that gets sorted out. And it's just good to see Afghanistan, a country that's really, like we've, we've said this before, we're not going to pity them. But if any any country in the test playing nations, maybe Pakistan, which we'll move on to a bit later, need a team to get behind, it's Afghanistan. They, they've really been through it all. And this the story of Afghanistan cricket is a beautiful one. And I really recommend watching the panorama on their, inter, when they're just, I think it's 2010, and they're just trying to qualify for a World Cup. And now look at them playing test cricket, dominating against Zimbabwe, scoring their first double hundreds. It's an incredible story, and we're so glad to see that. Now, there's also been a bit of ODI cricket. Toby is going to take you through some of the, let's say it, controversial uh, actions in the Caribbean. Yeah, so the West Indies have been playing Sri Lanka in a, in a, the ODIs most recently, but first up, they started with a T20 series. West Indies managed to win it 2-1 including one of those matches, Kieran Pollard hit six sixes off and over. Third person 
ever to do it in T20 cricket with behind Gibbs and Yuvaraj Singh. Both big moments. Obviously, Yuvaraj Singh against Stuart Broad, current England quick bowler. Um, so that's that's quite impressive from Kieran Pollard. But but most recently, he's been he's been involved in a perhaps slightly controversial wicket where one of the Sri Lankan batsmen got out obstructing the field, which is very very unusual for for those cricket fans who perhaps don't watch as much cricket. There, it, it, I don't think I've ever really seen it happen. Only maybe handling the ball is rarer. Um, so it, it's interesting to see see all of that. And so to describe it to you guys, the the Sri Lankan batsman hit the ball. Um, so almost back towards the bowler, slightly off to the side of the wicket, um, and then looked for a single. And the, the non-striker came charging down. They decided not to take the run. And Kieran Pollard went to try and pick up the ball and sort of have a run out, throw at the stumps. But the Sri Lankan batsman was sort of arguably in the way. Um, and so the, the non-striker managed to get back in time before Pollard could get to the ball. He then appeals to the umpire for, for obstruction, who give it out on field. They send upstairs as well, and it was given out off um, given out uh, by the third umpire, which I think is very controversial. I wasn't I wasn't a fan of it at all. I think it wasn't great from the West Indians. I think it was very unlikely for that to have actually led to a wicket. And I think the the most similar thing I can think of is I don't remember if you remember this, Dom, but Jason Roy got um, got done for obstruction obstruction as well against I want to say South Africa, um, where he he sort of hit the ball, looked for a single. Uh, I think was at the non-strikers then possibly, and sort of ran around and got in the way of the the ball which was thrown at the stumps. Did you, did you see this yet, Dom? And what what do you think of of all of it? I didn't see it live, but I've seen the clip on social media. I really do think it's it's such a strange one. It's one of the very few cricketing um, wickets that's subjective. If you know what I mean, uh, if you look at other sports in football, a foul is easily subjective. Did he get the ball? Yada yada yada. But in cricket, if the stumps are broken, if you've been caught without the bounce, it would have hit the stumps. These are all things that have happened or would have happened. Uh, uh, sorry, you can edit that bit out. Um, <laughs> obstruction of the field is the only one that is subjective because what is was it on purpose? Was it not on purpose? This one, to appeal, I, I personally believe is against the spirit of the game. And I think we agree there that it was a complete accident and things like that happened. But if you're a West Indian cricketer, you believe that that could have led to a wicket and you might feel hard done by. So I understand why they appealed. And we've got to remember cricket's this unique sport where I think maybe otherwise than golf, winning at all costs doesn't really come into it. And the last few teams that have tried to win at all costs have been lambasted. I'm looking at you, Steve Smith. And <laughs> I, I personally don't think, I think there's a Corinthian spirit that, they should have just said, no, we're not going to appeal for that. Um, I think there's also been a bit of common sense. That ball should have been replayed, maybe. Just call dead ball and get the umpires to talk about it. But that it's a sort of controversial opinion. We'd like to know what you think about that. Should obstruction of the field still be in play? And do you think that incident was obstruction of the field? Now, we'll just go through some other headlines. The Pakistan Super League is on hold due to, guess what? Corona um, is such a shame for a country that really was just getting back on its feet with attendances and sport even before Corona due to the terrorist threat. And such a shame that they've had to delay it because of COVID. And in other sad news, Irish and Scottish women's series has been called off again. The five match series uh, is this. This is the second time the five match series has been called off. 
Now, like we said, it's going to be a short episode because we don't want to overdo you with content. And also we're running a low on ideas. Our predictions for uh, England versus India, the T20 series, will be out on social media tomorrow morning. So look out for that. Give us a like. And yeah, please send this to your friends. We really do need you as our advertising uh, board. We're going to play a game now called Who's Boyd Ranking Where? Okay, so Toby is <laughs> down in the URN Ashes. I'm going to give Toby a category. And this category is the best, the ICC rankings for T20 sides. I will give Toby a number to another number. So one to five, six to 10, 11 to 15, and then 16 to 20. Toby has to guess the countries that are in those categories. If Toby gets two, that will be a draw. If Toby gets three categories right, that will be a win. And if Toby can get the fourth category right, well, he's won because that that's the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Toby, are you ready? I can am ready. Can you name me the top five teams in the ICC T20 rankings? Uh, so for countries, and is it all five or, or just one of them? I'd like all five, please, in no particular order. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with England. England are number one, correct. Uh, Australia. Australia are third. India. India are second. So who is fourth and fifth? I'm going to go with Pakistan. Pakistan are fourth. So who is fifth? Let's uh-huh. think. Now, if Toby gets all of these right, he gets one point. And that is a third of the way to his first victory in three weeks. Who is fifth? Who is fifth, Toby? Who could be fifth? They played 33 games and they're doing all right. They're, they're not maybe the favourite for the World Cup in India, but they're certainly in and about the area. Mm, I've got two ideas here, either West Indies or New Zealand. So I'm I'm thinking the I'll West give, Indies. Because I'll they... give you a hint. The, the team that are in fifth, you have mentioned just there, and the other team is eighth. Oh, okay. So one is vastly out, and then you're and you're in trouble then if you can't get the top five. Mm. I'm I'm possibly thinking actually New Zealand now. We've said that because they've just beaten Australia, which suggests they've done well. So I think I'm going to go for New Zealand. Correct. So you get the first batch right. Okay. So I might have given you away one of the next. So six to ten. So Toby's got one point out of a required three. Six to ten. Um, these are all still test-playing nations. Uh, only one test-playing nation is not... Oh, two test-playing nations are not in the top ten. So, Toby, let's take you through the board. Six has played 23 games. Seven has played 20 games. 29 games for eighth. Ninth is 17 games. And tenth, 26 games. So, Toby, who is in that list from six to ten? Well, the West Indies will be eighth then. Correct. I wonder who gave you that piece of paper. <laughs> um, and then I'm, I sh- so I've said Pakistan, New Zealand, Australia, England, India. So it's not them. So then Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka a tenth. Ooh. Ooh, by the barest of margins, yeah. five. Um, two. Bangladesh, I'm going to go for. Seventh. Seventh above the West Indies. Uh, almost gave you away on that. Uh, so you've got sixth and ninth to get to draw um, this game. So who else am I missing? 
thing I'm trying to think here. Oh, um, South Africa. Oh, South Africa Africa. Sick. Yeah. Our ninth. We might have talked about them in the podcast. We might not have mm-hmm. talked about them in the podcast. I don't know. Talked about their women's side. Maybe we talked about their men's side. Who could it be? <laughs> I know. I'm, just, I'm. I'm not sure whether it's Afghanistan or Ireland. I think it will be Afghanistan, though. Afghanistan is correct. So you have got two points out of three required to win. Now here's where it gets tricky. Eleventh to fifteenth. Now all of these countries have played in World Cups, but will Toby be able to get them and get the win? Because otherwise he's going to have to get sixteenth to twentieth to get five four back in the series. It, this is this is difficult. This is where you know we test your limits. And eleventh to fifteenth, it is tricky. So who else could there be? I'm trying to think. Uh, so I assume Ireland are in there. Ireland eleventh. Okay, nice. Um, other thoughts. Um, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe twelfth. Very systematical so far. Uh, the <laughs> uh, next three. Uh, okay. Um, some are very cold, and some is very hot. Oh, okay. One is very hot. The other two in certain areas of that country could be the coldest places on earth. Using my theory of physics, but <laughs> my GCSE knowledge was commended by Lucy Snow. Thank you so much, Lucy, for getting me through GCSE chemistry. Without you, I would have failed. But I got a six, solid result. Get in. <laughs> Take that away from Toby, who could get his first win in three weeks on the Euro with where, who's Boyd ranking where. Oh. I, I didn't say earlier, but Dom, I do love that name. That is Thank genius, you. as usual. I am going to go for Holland here. I'm afraid Holland are not in the top 15. Mm. Okay, so we're going to have to go from 13th to 18th, because that'll be the new... Uh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, you have to go from 13th to 18th, because uh, those are the two teams you haven't got, and then we'll play from there. You, we've mentioned a player for this country quite a lot. He may have been a very important victory for Gloucestershire uh, against Surrey. Um, I'm trying to think Ooh, of any other links. Okay. Is, so is that about Geraint Jones, I am thinking? So that will be Papua New Guinea? Papua New Guinea 16th. Okay, okay nice. Um, Still need the hot country, the cold countries, the uh the flat country and the country i know nothing about but it's got quite a cool flag cold country i'm thinking what canada maybe scotland possibly up there because i'm i'm not sure um i'm i'm thinking i'm gonna go for scotland scotland r14 there with the cold country i was talking about but there's one more really cold country if you just look up and you know i think it's been in doctor strange that's the one film i know it's been in and that should give you a hint oh i have seen that as well and i could think Maybe of the exact he's scene when he's doing a bit of teleportation yeah but can you um, be a wizard here and get 13th to 18th and win the urn super over um super super ashes we're not calling it that <laughs> you're an actress we've just got too many different things here Dom. it's hard to keep isn't it okay <laughs> i think i'm gonna go for nepal nepal is 15th they okay. were the high country dog strange t- transports to uh mount everest that is the tallest mountain i believe um yeah 
I think there's a weird stat that Mount Everest is 14,000 feet or whatever it is. And they, and the person who was climbing it for the first time measured it and realised that it was exactly 14,000 feet. If you, if, if I'm wrong, could, I could be wrong. I don't know the exact stats on Mount Everest, but he added an extra two feet. So it made it look like he didn't just make it up. <laughs> I think we could start a new feature. Dom's super pub facts. Yeah, I, I think we should. So you're missing 13th, 17th and 18th to get the win and host the quiz next week. I know, and it has, it's been a while. The shortest name in the top 35. Oh my God, okay. So what's that? Three or four letters, probably. I, I'm mind blanking here. I'm going to have to move on, I think. So Ooh. 17th and 18th, then that 17th is. 17th and 18th, you've mentioned one of them. I'm assuming that, that must be Holland, the one I've mentioned. It's 17th. Now, okay. you need 18th and 13th, the two trickiest countries one with the shortest name and then the next with a very short name as well uh combined seven letters combined seven oh my god okay i actually saw the women's team uh for the 18th who were at a one-day game for gloucester against middlesex and they would they were just in the stand having a good time fair play to them <laughs> i think they were just having the time of their life oh okay i i remember for those of you who, who are hopefully listening at the time, we had Tom Snee on as a guest. And one of the quizzes with him was pe- the, what was it, most wins in a, any team, name teams who have had a win in a World Cup. And I think, I'm trying to think back to that now as to who there was um, country-wise. Because I remember he mentioned... East Africa, who I assume this isn't on, on the ranking. <laughs> so I'm assuming who else was there that we missed? Canada was on there, but they're not gonna. I think because they hadn't won with East Africa. Oh, is it the UAE? UAE is correct for 13th. Now, if Toby can get 18th, he wins his first UN Super over game. You're an Ashes game for three weeks. Now, their ranking is 18th. They've played 18 international T20s and they've got amassed 3,169 points. They they exist. I'm not sure whether they've been to a World Cup uh, T20-wise. I think they have. I will give you some help here. So from 20th to 23 is Singapore, Canada, Qatar and Hong Kong. So there's so who could be above them? Singapore, Canada, Qatar, and Hong Kong. Okay, I um can I ask what continent? I assume it's Asia. Yes, it is Asia. It's Asia. Yeah. Okay. I, um, I mean, yeah. A-level geography. But, uh, <laughs> everyone says that like for every country. Do you not know where Timbuktu is? Oh, A-level geography. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't like get a map out and go. Okay, this is there. This is there. It was more about like what cult, how cultures changed, and oh, westernisation. And I actually did mine on football, but oh. <laughs> like, football in Bristol City, Bristol Rovers. Shout out to Miss Giles. Hope you listen. <laughs> <laughs> Can Toby get eighteen? Eighteen. Oh, okay, so I so think around. You've said, well, UAE is thirteenth. Mm. So. Uses the seven letters to four letters, and hopefully that helps you a bit. Yeah, that should do. I'm trying to think 
Uh, won't be any of the stones because that will be too many letters already. Well done. <laughs> um, China's too many letters. Japan, no, they don't really play cricket over there. Any of the Russian, old Russian places? No. It's 57th. Oh, okay. That's T20s. Where else could there be then? Middle East again? Mm. Oh, okay. So what, you've got Saudi Arabia too many. Um, you said Qatar. Yemen. What's one next to Yemen? Um, oh, uh, is it Oman? That's it is Oman. Yes, Toby gets his first win in the URN Ashes for three weeks, bringing the scores back to 5-4. Toby will be hosting the quiz next week after three or four uh, international T20s and also after our interview with Ellie Oldroyd. Oh, I feel so happy to be back in my winning ways. <laughs> had a few weeks. I had a, had a streak for a few weeks. was doing well and then and then lost it. Got got done. Mental mental state went downhill. You know, <laughs> got in my own heads, and, and it was it was a bit like the England team when they they lost Jason Roy in that World Cup. They lost three three games in a row. Struggled. Jason Roy comes back into the side, and we tear it up and, and go on to win the World Cup. So arguably, I'm your David Milan. Oh no, yeah. James Vince. James Vince. Oh yeah, it does seem like it. <laughs> Beautiful cover drive. At least at least you have. Uh, I'll take that. Yeah. Perfect. So thank you guys so much for listening to this short episode. Just a quick 20 minute one. We're obviously so excited to have Ellie Aldred on next week. So keep keep an eye out for that. It'll be in, I think, Saturday. Hopefully we'll get it out maybe Sunday. It, it should be out as soon as we can. We've got the URN Awards this evening, um, which we're obviously hoping to, to win best podcasting. Maybe we've got a few other categories. Best interview with Chris Millard. We put in for that one. And and it's it, that was that so was fantastic. Yeah. Social media, yes, and our best feature, I want to say, for, for the URN Super Over, which we ask all our guests. So we're hopefully, hopefully we'll do right for that and we'll let you guys know how we do. And thank you guys again for listening so much. Just please look at our Instagram and our Twitter. It's, Instagram is stickywicket underscore URN and our Twitter is URN stickywicket. So go, go over, look at our tweets, look at our posts. Go well. Cheers. We're on campus and we're online. We're online. University. Radio. Nottingham.